Today's story is Kara Part 2 by Ray Beeman. If there was one thing that I could say about Kara, it would have to be that there is so much more to her than meets the eye. We met at a party not so long ago, and she was someone whom I had originally thought to be no more than a faceless meeting, a passing link, a chance encounter. She seemed unassuming. She seemed kind of shy, and to be honest, she just seemed kind of normal. Looking back, I now know how foolish I have been. Since then, she had somehow grown within my world, and she had now festered into something entirely different. She had managed to infect every facet of my life to spread seamlessly throughout my existence while simultaneously eradicating any notion of safety I may have once had. Ever since our first meeting, she had stalked me. She had followed me, and she had hunted me. And now, it was no longer just Kara that I had to worry about. She followed me home through the dead of the night, through the silences, and through the black emptiness of that park. She had lurked, and she had waited. But thankfully, I was too quick. I had managed to escape and catch a taxi home. I thought it was over. I thought I was safe, but I was so wrong. The Uber driver was her ex-boyfriend. I took a deep breath and nodded, fighting back the tears as best as I could. Jesus Christ, Cat, Philip whispered staring down at the message on the screen. I mean, Jesus Christ. I had phoned Philip not too long after the encounter, and he had graciously offered to spend the night with me. He was good like that. What's this that he said about other girls? A tear fell slowly down my cheek, despite my best efforts. I really don't know. I've tried not to think about it. I watched as Philip sat stationary on the sofa next to me, his eyes fixed on the message on my phone. After a second, he paused, his mouth falling slowly open. Oh my god, this makes so much sense now. I choked back another tear and wiped at my eyes. What does... Philip reached into his pocket and quickly retrieved his own phone. I watched as his fingers danced across the keys before suddenly he paused, turned, and handed it to me slowly. Look, Cat, I remember reading about them now. There are others. A news article was open on the screen. My eyes moved carefully across the words before settling on the pictures. Three pictures to be exact. The pictures were of three women who had gone missing from the area within the space of six months. The words appealed for help, and the pictures begged for assistance. Two of them did. The third picture, however, not so much. I coughed slightly as the recognition throbbed painfully through my mind. It's Kara. Oh my god, Phil, this is Kara! What? My hands shook as I passed the phone back. Her. This picture here, it's Kara. This is the girl who I met. 
This is the girl who's been following me. This is Kara. Philip looked silently down at the screen. Time seemed to linger as neither one of us spoke, the weight of my words pulling heavily down on the reality all around us. Thankfully, after a little while longer, Philip finally spoke. Are you sure about this, cat? I nodded in response. Words somehow did not seem appropriate given the gravity of the revelation. Well, damn. For the longest time, Philip and I just sat there together. Both of us no more than protagonists in this sick and twisted tale. The silence was ever-present. In that moment, an unwelcomed passenger on whichever path that the plot may take us. Rain fell heavily outside of my home, blessing the night's sky whilst washing away the horrific events I had been made to endure that night. The clock on the furthest wall ticked loudly as we both remained still, locked within the terrible reality, imprisoned by the wickedness. And then, through the darkness and through the fear, my phone vibrated. I knew who it would be. Of course I knew who it would be. My heart strained as I lifted the screen into view, my mouth feeling dry and the air around me thick and unnatural. I felt Philip's gaze burn through me as the words opened on the screen. I could not wait until tomorrow to see you. I never want this night to end. My hand shook as the second message came through. Your castle looks so peaceful and warm. Is there room in the inn for one more? The terror washed through me in almost an instant. My lips tingled, and my arms felt numb. She's here. Kara is here. Instinctively, I pushed my phone into Philip's hand, the weight of the object suddenly feeling threatening. She's messaging me. Kara is messaging me, I said, voice cracking slightly as my hands shook. I, I think she's here. I think that she's outside. Philip accepted the phone and paused for a moment, looking thoughtfully down at the screen. Again, after a painfully long time, he finally spoke, although this time, his voice carried a more commanding tone. Enough of this, cat. I'm replying to her. She will get the message once I'm through. I watched on as Philip mashed at the keys on my phone. With each weighty tap and each heavy and defiant push, he visibly vented his frustration a slight smile growing across his lips as his message materialized before him. After a few seconds, he paused, nodded to himself, and turned, handing my phone back to me with a content and satisfied smile. There, all done. Some birds just require a heavier touch. I turned my attention down to the freshly sent message. Philip had really outdone himself this time. I knew that he was good with words, but I had never seen him vent so much anger within the entire year that I had known him. His choice of words was laced with vulgarity and equal parts profanity as his sentences weaved from threatening to almost poetic with each and every passing syllable. Full stops seemed to shout from the screen, 
each one carefully placed to summarize his point which accumulated in a simple statement which simply ended with get lost I scare myself sometimes Philip laughed leaning back onto the sofa now let's see if our Kara fancies replying to that scorcher almost at the very moment the last word left Philip's lips my phone vibrated and began chiming as several messages came through all at once the first message read I do not like your new friend the second message read why is he there with you the third message read tell him to come outside I need to talk to him alone there it was unmistakable clear and without doubts she was here she could see us Kara was watching and Kara was waiting the crashing sound from outside claimed my attention my head turning quickly towards the window to the front of the house in that brief moment right before she disappeared from sight I saw her Kara she was outside of my home outside in the storm in the wind and in the rain looking in looking at us Phil oh my god Phil my arm was already outstretched pointing towards the location where Kara had once stood she's out there she's out there now almost immediately Philip was on his feet and rushing towards the front door he moved with purpose each step large and deliberate as he closed the distance quickly before yanking forcefully down at the handle cat you stay here he instructed I will handle this before I had the chance to even offer any words of protest he was already gone the door slamming shut behind him as he disappeared out into the storm and then I was all alone with nothing but the silence and the dreadful night for company seconds passed as the clock ticked loudly each one seeming to come slower than the one that had preceded it for the longest time all that could be heard within the confines of my home was the rain which continued heavily outside that and a, a strained and labored noise which seemed to grow as it gnawed unforgiving at the passing night after the longest time it suddenly dawned on me exactly what it was that I was hearing the dirty and forced noise it was coming from me it was my own terrified gasps as I sucked at each passing breath with a growing anxiety this is real this is happening seconds or minutes continued on as time moved all around me the heavy pelting of rain continued against the glass as I tried to steady my breathing but it was to no avail I need Philip I need him here I turned back to the window hoping to see Philip outside I had hoped to see him looking in smiling reassuring me that she was gone or he had somehow managed to scare her away I had hoped to see anything anything really anything but the sight which stood before me looking eerily in through the window it was Kara our eyes met in an indescribable embrace as she imprisoned me within her gaze she stood perfectly still the heavy rain 
falling all around of her. As beads of water streamed from her wet and disheveled hair, no matter how hard I tried to turn, no matter how hard I tried to break away, I could not. Within that moment, I was hers. Whatever nastiness she may have had planned, whatever horrible and disturbing turn of events, whatever the fright and whatever the scare, it did not matter, for I had no say and I had no power left to fight it. She had drained the energy from me with her eyes. She had stolen my core and relinquished me of my logic and denied me of my reason. She had stolen my mind. She had stolen my thoughts, and she had claimed me. Within that moment, I was hers. She moved slowly and carefully from sight, and the handle to my front door began to move. She tried it once, it did not open. She tried it twice, it did not open. After a second or so, she calmly and almost robotically returned to her standing position directly in front of the window. Then, she moved again as she carefully pressed her head forward against the glass, raising her hands to each side of her face as she tried to clear her line of sight through the window. I knew that she was only doing this for effect. I knew that you could see clearly through the window from the outside. I knew that she could clearly see me. A sinister smile began to push its way across her lips as I struggled to catch my breath. In a slow yet fluid motion, Kara brought a finger to her lips and held it there for a second, trying to convey her sick and twisted intentions purely with a gesture. Then, after a moment, her hand moved as she pointed towards the path which led around to the back of my house, around to my back garden, around to my back door. Then finally, she began to move two of her fingers backwards and forwards, mimicking the motion of legs moving, and with one last brutal and lingering smile, she moved quickly into a full sprint. She darted down the path and disappeared from sight towards the back of my home. Everything was wrong. My house, the night, the desperate situation, and of course the storm which swirled heavily around of my life. Everything was a dream, nothing more than a tormented and terrible nightmare, which had somehow ensnared me within its claws, sinking itself deep into my flesh while corrupting my mind and altering my reason. This this was a dream. It had to be. Before I knew it, I was standing and moving quickly in slow motion. The back door. The back door is unlocked. The world spun as I moved, my legs carrying me forward with each unfelt step. My senses had long abandoned me, and as I moved through my home, a flash of lightning pierced the darkness around me. The thunder going unheard from within the silence of my own mind. No sound could permeate the barrier. No thought and no worry could enter. I was running purely on adrenaline at this point and my body knew exactly what needed to be done. As I neared the kitchen, the back door came into view. Just to the right of it was another window, another unfortunately placed screen to the horrors of the outside world. There she was, I could see her, 
moving fast, closing the distance towards the only unsecured entrance to my home. In that moment, I knew she had beaten me there. There was no way that I could lock it. There would be no preventing her entry. She was coming. Without thinking, I was already turning. I can't go back. What if her ex is waiting to catch me? The stairs leading up were now my only choice. The path upwards went quickly, and within what felt like seconds, I found myself slamming closed the only way into my bedroom as I fell exhausted with my back to the door. I lay against the hardwood, oxygen elusive and terror palpable. My mind raced as I waited for whatever would happen next. In that moment, I questioned myself. How the hell did I get here? From the moment I had met Kara, everything had changed. My life used to be simple. My life used to be normal, but more importantly, it used to be boring. And that was the way that I had liked it. I'm not a strong person. I knew that deep down, but Kara had exposed that. She had lifted it up from within the depths of my soul, and she had brought it all to light. Readily available for all to see. She had broken me, and now she would likely be doing something far worse, something much more visceral. Rain fell heavily in the background, barely concealing the approaching steps which moved with purpose up the stairs. One step, she's coming. Two steps, she's getting nearer. Three steps, oh my god. Four steps, I'm going to die. Five steps, this is the end. I could hear her as she moved carefully along the hall, floorboards creaking despite her efforts to remain undetected. In my mind, I prepared for the end of my own existence. Despite the fact that I had managed to secure myself somewhat efficiently within my room, I just knew that if she decided to throw herself against the door, that I would not have the strength to repel her assault forever. Hi. I'm not a fighter. I fantasied about escaping through my window. I knew that the drop to the ground would be far, but I reasoned that a potentially broken leg would be much more preferable than likely being murdered. But I knew that I did not have the strength to bring myself to do it. I knew that I was far too weak. A tear fell from my eye as the approaching footsteps paused outside of my door. This is it. So much left undone, but this, this is it. Slowly, just above my head, the handle started to turn. It creaked gently as it strained within the lock. My heart thumped as my hands shook. I tried to scream, but my throat felt dry, reduced to nothing more than a redundant vessel which once used to produce noise. Somewhere outside, the floorboards creaked again as she shifted her weight. I'm going to die. Whole night slowed to an almost grinding halt as Kara tried to push at the door. Instinctively, I pushed back, trying to force my weight against the wood as much as humanly possible. I tensed my muscles and straightened my body, 
preparing to withstand the inevitable application of force from the other side, but surprisingly, it did not come. Somewhere outside, drifting quietly in from the foreboding atmosphere beyond, a whisper could be heard. Cat, for God's sake, let me in! It was Philip. The relief, it was instant. It washed over me with a warmth that energized and motivated my body to action. I quickly leaped to my feet and threw open the door as Philip pushed his way in and closed the path behind him. Bloody hell, he panted, pausing at the door to catch his breath. I didn't know you had it in you, Cat. I was so worried. My lips tried to move, my brain tried to respond, but every little emotion filled me at once and it was just too much to bear. Another tear fell from my eye as I began to ramble incoherently. Philip noticed just how distressed I was and opened his arms out to me. Shh, 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 come here, Cat. He cooed, moving towards me and wrapping his big arms around me. I was so worried. I said that, didn't I? I nodded in response, my head resting nicely into his chest. I was so worried, Cat. Like I said, I did not think that you had it in you, and that made me so worried. I mean, what sort of a challenge would you have been if you had no backbone at all? Confused. I pulled away from Philip, my eyes responding without the need of words. Philip smiled as his hand moved behind him, turning at the door handle to reopen the way out. Now, now, little bird, he continued, as the door opened slowly behind him. Kara snaked silently into the room, pausing just behind Philip with a smile as she wrapped her arms around his waist. No, not a bird. You are clearly more of a cat. You've proven tonight that you have more fight than any of the other little birds that have come before you. What was it I said before? He laughed, stepping forward towards me. That's right. Some birds require a heavier touch. Without warning, he moved into me the shove instantly knocking me clean from my feet. I hit the wood hard, the air escaping from my lungs as the impact instantly winded me. Philip looked down at me, his smile remaining etched across his feature as Kara moved back behind him, locking her arms lovingly around his torso. They paused for just a moment, proudly surveying my distressed and pathetic form below them pain began to burn throughout my chest as Kara moved from behind Philip. She stopped next to him and pulled his head forward, forcing her mouth violently against his. Once they had savored all of their depravity, they turned back to me, still laying broken and torn as I sobbed uncontrollably at their feet. Kara carefully pulled a bottle from somewhere behind her and handed it to Philip who quickly pulled a cloth from his pocket. Cat, Philip began, pouring the contents of the bottle onto the rag. You were so distraught when I picked you up tonight. We had originally planned to begin right there in the park, but when I realized that you had not even noticed it was me driving you home, I knew then that 
This was an opportunity too great to pass up. Philip moved forward a step and bent down above me. He extended his arm and gently caressed my face. She wasn't meant to be here tonight. Narkara had clear instructions, but she just could not wait to see you again. So, I had to improvise. Naughty girl, this one. We were going to stretch this out a bit, you know? Make it a bit of fun. But now, here we are. Life is... <laughs> Life is funny like that. You always think something is going to go one way, and then, poof, life pushes back a bit. The pain within my chest was now so intense. The unsettling sensation grew throughout my body as my brain struggled to comprehend what was happening. Philip smiled as he noticed me wince. You are no longer a little bird he whispered, lowering the rag over my mouth and nose. You are now reborn. You are a hunter. You are a cat. A growing grayness moved throughout my world as the pain began to gently subside. Sounds and sight, pain and happiness, fear and terror, all of it slowly melted away as my eyes began to close. Sleep tight, little kitty, for tomorrow the challenge begins. So that was Kara Part 2 by Ray Beeman. You guys all loved the story so much that I think a couple of you commented that there should be a second part. And, Mr. Beeman, a right struggle as he is, being the gentleman that he happens to be, decided he was going to write a part two to the story, and I could not have been happier with how that turned out. Dude, thank you so much. That was freaking awesome. Legit, you you killed this one. You just, you, you, you are a beautiful man. Anyway, I hope you all have uh, enjoyed this two-part series. I don't know if there'll be a third one at this point, but, you know. If there is, if there is, there is, I guess. Um, but anyways, fantastic job again, like I said. And if you enjoyed it, guys, please do let him know what you thought. Let him know that you enjoyed it. Uh, follow him on the social medias. Go to his website, all that stuff. I think I, I should be linking it down in the description below. Uh, if I didn't, Ray, please yell at me. Um, anyways, if you guys enjoyed this, please do consider subscribing to the channel and uh, hitting that bell, following me on the social media pages, supporting the channel, Patreon Coffee, all that stuff. You know how it goes. And channel memberships, too. Those are a thing, so... I'm not going to spread this out anymore. I spent most of this telling Ray how awesome the story was. I'm going to keep doing it because it was an awesome story. So, anyway. All right, guys. Uh, see you in the next video. But until then, sleep well.